Hi, it's a very, very special day. So this is a bonus episode because it is July 27th and it is Mia's official second birthday. We've been celebrating all weekend and because it's her birthday, I feel like sharing the good news, spreading some good hope and just chatting with you guys a little bit. So let's hop into this bonus episode of Christian Mom Uncensored. So over the past couple of weeks, um, I think you guys could tell I've been struggling and trying to be positive and trying to focus on faith in the midst, in the midst of turmoil and things like that. Um, I've been super congested for like a week straight with like this pregnancy congestion, which really makes me emotional because then I'm not sleeping and it's this whole thing. But I wanted to share um, like some really exciting things that have kind of happened in my life recently, like some kind of like testimonies and also just remind you that in the midst of your struggle, like there is, you know, a rainbow after the storm and that God is with you through every step and all the good things. And I'm really, really blessed and really excited. So let's chat a little bit about last week. So last week I um, had a doctor's appointment. I had the glucose test and I was dreading it. Um, Mia had slept over at my mom's house just because it's been time for her to have a sleepover. I also feel like um, I wanted to see how it, it would go if I went into labor. I didn't want the first time we spent apart to be like in three months when I give birth. So she had a really great time i was able to hang out with ethan like uninterrupted i think all parents whenever you leave your kids for the first time um for like a longer period of time so for me it was overnight i we were at the house and i kept feeling like i had to get up and check on her like it was just too quiet which meant when you have toddlers if things are quiet it means trouble but it was just kind of funny because she wasn't even here so I went to my glucose test and these are like when the miracles kind of started happening. So Friday was like a miracle magical day. Um, I went to my glucose test and I should uh, just give you a little background. So the day before I was talking to one of my best friends about really manifesting the good in your life and speaking into existence the things that you want to happen. And it's something I've done not always consistently, but like throughout different times in my life. I can specifically remember before I gave birth to Mia, I read certain Bible verses every single day and kind of spoke it over her, her life, and uh, my pregnancy and delivery. Starting to do the same with our baby boy right now. And when things were really, really hard for me, I really started channeling and doing that every morning. So I was talking to my friend about it and she was saying, that she had been manifesting and some really big things were happening in her life um, for her. And so it kind of reminded me to stop, refocus, and speak into existence the things you want. A lot of times we speak negatively like, oh, I'm so tired, or I can't do this, or parenting is so hard. And even if it's, it feels like it, and even if it's true, we're kind of putting that negative energy into the world, into the universe, if you will. And it's important for us to kind of rein that in and speak God's promises and truth over our lives. So 
that Thursday night. Um, so Thursday night, after I laid down to go to bed by myself for the first time in two years, I um, was like speaking the things that are really important and the things that I want to see come into fruition in my life. And I can remember there was a time where, uh, before I got right before I got married, I was in training for this job. And it was the hardest time of my of my life then quotes like then I thought it was the hardest time um, now it's behind me and it's like wow I mean that was really hard but I made it and every morning on my drive to work I had to drive like a little more than an hour to get to work I would speak the things that I wanted that I was gonna be successful at this job and that I was happy and even was happy and we had a beautiful family and it's so great to see um, like we, some of those, those things have come into fruition since then. So anyway, flash forward to my doctor's appointment on, um, on Friday and I have been, and as you guys probably know, been going back and forth with just making decisions on my care for labor and delivery. Um, this is the last week of the second trimester. Mia is two this week. So I really feel like a lot of, <clears throat> signs and symbols have been like coming up in my life over this past week so um so anyway um I haven't really been manifesting lately I've really really since COVID has hit I've been in survival mode I think most of us parents are just like trying to get through the days but so Thursday night I talked to my friend and I decided I wanted to set some intentions for my life. So flash forward to Friday morning, I get up to go to my doctor's appointment. Um, don't know if I passed the glucose test yet, but I'm going to say I did because we're speaking everything into existence, right? And I get to the appointment, I drink that nasty drink, and I go on back to the doctor's office. Now this is a doctor that's not my normal. So I'm in an OBGYN practice. So I have to see all of the OBs, which I saw last pregnancy, but you know, since then I've only seen um, the one who delivered me. So first things first, my original uh, gynecologist, I haven't seen her yet. Okay, so let me explain. So I had a normal gynecologist that I was seeing at this practice. Then I got pregnant with Mia, and obviously she was the person I saw first because like, I knew her. Then I went around and rotated to all the other OBs and a different doctor ended up delivering me that isn't my normal GYN. So I haven't seen my normal GYN yet for this pregnancy with baby boy, like she's in rotation. I'll probably see her, not next time, maybe the following time. But her nurse was there and I know her nurse because I've been going to this place for years just for like GYN care. And she was like really excited. She recently saw my mom and she's like, so excited we're talking and chatting and she's my favorite nurse so I was like oh yay my favorite nurse is here and like she had to like fill in for somebody which is why she was there um, she she shouldn't have been my nurse that day but she was so we're chatting away and it's just really nice to see her and I'm like oh great um, I get back to the room I don't know how much I weigh I I think like some episode I talked about issues and things. I just don't want to know how much I weigh unless it's a problem. I don't really like to, like my doctors are tracking that. I don't need to track that. So like we do everything, everything's looking good and I'm sitting in the room waiting. And this is where 
all the all the signs kind of start coming in. So, um, I look on the calendar um, in the office, in the room, in the waiting room, or the patient room, the exam room, whatever, and it's a picture of a turtle. And if you remember my birth story with Mia, I saw turtles, and it is um, her birthday weekend. So that Friday, like we started celebrating Friday and we haven't stopped yet um, celebrating her second birthday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a turtle. So I, I take a picture and send it to my mom, like, look, there's a turtle in the office. And I immediately think, oh my gosh, this means that this doctor is going to deliver my son because boom, there's, there's a turtle. And as I'm looking around the office some more, it's the cutest office I've been in so far. The walls are purple. It's decorated really cute. And then I see butterflies. And the reason why butterflies are important is before Mia was born, I decided like I wanted a butterfly to kind of like represent her and our lives. And you know how like butterflies cocoon and go through this whole transition. Anyway, there's butterflies. And in so before Mia was born, I painted her a butterfly at like a ceramic paint place. And her room had butterflies on the wall. And I had just finished decorating her room um, the day before that Thursday. And I found one of the butterflies from her old room at our apartment. And I stuck it on the wall where her name is, like over the eye. So it's like the butterflies, the dot. Really cute. So I was seeing these butterflies and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's beautiful. It's perfect. Like everything with Mia. Have a great visit. Everything's fine. We listen to baby. Everything's good. Do the glucose test continue on throughout my day. Now, this is where I want to talk a little bit. I'm going to transition because those are some good signs, right? And um, no, let me keep talking about the signs. So then on Saturday, I'm going to backtrack though. So just pay attention. So then on Saturday, we're going to the aquarium because I told you like her birthday plans had got kind of disrupted, but it was going to be fine. We're going to the aquarium. The aquarium is my favorite place. In the world don't know why it just is um, so we go to the aquarium and we're having a great time and it's all good and fine we have a really great day it was a really long day actually um, because we had to get up and go to the aquarium our tickets were for 10 30 um, it's about 45 minutes from my house go there get lunch make sure we are coming back up towards our house to pick up the bakery i mean to go to the bakery to pick up mia's cake for her birthday and all this other stuff so long day pick up the cake everything is good and fine she has the most amazing birthday you guys i have to tell you if you follow me on instagram there's this one video that's just really funny of her when she gets like a, one of her birthday presents it is like I crack up like the her reaction is hilarious like it's so having kids is fun for Christmas and birthdays because of the way they react to things so anyway end of the day I'm like posting about the day and um I realized that on that day on Saturday six years ago I was at the aquarium with Ethan on a date and um because we've been together like eight years um and I was like, oh my gosh, we were here six years ago. And now today we brought our daughter to the aquarium and we're having a son, like our family, like this is our thing. And it just was like, 
wow, God has planned our family long before we knew like Mia was going to exist and our son was going to exist like long before then. So it was all like beautiful and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. What a beautiful weekend. Okay. So I'm seeing all of this good stuff manifest in my life and I feel like recently a lot of bad has been going on. We're going to take like a little side track. Recently, a lot of struggles um, have been going on in 2020. We all are facing giants, right? And I've been talking about how my family and I have this giant to slay because I want to be a stay-at-home mom and be at home with my kids. Super important to me. We've talked about this before. Um, and I decided to look at the good in the world. Anyway, so I've decided to look at the good in the world and uh, kind of start focusing through the hard times, like on what is good and what is positive and also like what, you know, I hope for the future. So now let's talk about this breakthrough journey that I've been on and I've went through and what has really been going on these past couple of weeks that I've like alluded to, but haven't really told you guys about. Okay, so here's the story. So we signed everything for our house in May. Um, actually, I want to say, yeah, it was May, the very beginning of May. And we moved in June. Oh, no, we moved a Memorial Weekend into our house. And it felt like everything in our lives was falling into place. Like every single thing that was going on was just kind of finally settling in and as you guys know like the house journey is obviously like that's a big milestone in adulthood um, to cross and it's also like kind of I don't know major and so we did all of that and you know we we're paying just like a little bit more than we were before but at the apartment so it's like oh my gosh uh, obviously we want to be at this house and we Ethan and I sat down and discussed the plans for our future for me to be able to stay at home with our kids um, long before this uh, I found out I was pregnant in February so long before well COVID really hit in March and it felt like everything was coming into fruition. There were some things I wanted us to figure out financially. Um, the transition to being a stay-at-home mom is uh, kind of like a hard, scary, tricky one. And it's not like I'm going to be doing nothing and having no income. It's just not going to be the same type of work I'm doing now. Anyway, so come it's July. So in June, we are his job. He had been remote working from home throughout the time that we were um, at work. I mean, the time like uh, in uh, April, like in April and in May, we've been working at home. And about like a week after we moved into the house, um, they were sending him back to work. So he worked at like a preschool and they were going back into the building um, that week. So he went back and it was definitely, so for like two weeks he was back in the office, as in like back at the school, 
mean, it was like a hard transition time. <laughs> I remember podcasting, like, how am I going to do this? Like, what is this life? Oh my gosh, it's so hard. And all the things. Um, so all of that was going on. And I was really considering at the time getting uh, a, a babysitter for the morning. Because with my job, I really need to do the most work in the morning. And in the afternoon, Mia does lunch and nap. And then by the time she's up from her nap, I'm winding down my work day. So I really had considered that. Um, his schedule kind of flipped one week to the next. And so I was just like, let me get a nanny or something. But didn't do that. So while all this is going on, we're in the middle of a coronavirus. We're planning for a baby. Um, Ethan loses his job. And... It shook me but I didn't want to say to everyone and anyone what happened but I needed to talk it out with some people so I told the people I felt comfortable telling and um, got on him to start applying for jobs like apply for unemployment like we have to figure it out but I wasn't in panic mode yet and this is where the emotions kind of went up and down I felt like if by September he was working again then we're going to be okay, right? We're going to be fine. We have a good safety net right now. Um, so it's not like we're 100% screwed. Like a lot of people who um, are being affected right now because of uh, just like, I know like some different policies are kind of changing since coronavirus there was like freezes on evictions and things and that's coming to an end I know some people feel really worried about that and things like that um, we're blessed that we haven't ever seriously had to think about that but all I could think about was we just moved into this new house I can hold down the fort as long as I'm working I could definitely take care of everything however that derails my plan for being at home with my kids working with moms, but specifically being at home with my kids and having the schedule be flexible enough that if I need to go reach out to a mama, I can throw the kids in the car and hop over there and things like that. So I was like going into survival mode and mentally kind of crumbling. And it was in those moments where I thought, well, we're going to come up with something better or um, definitely feel nervous just not knowing what's going on with the job market in the, during the coronavirus and what really was available and like what would actually start like what companies would actually start working and there were things like uh, we were considering like Amazon and other types of things that he could do to sort of supplement and everything felt really scary <laughs> really scary and it was those days where I was really stressed out and I was really frustrated with him um like if the house wasn't a certain way and I was like you have to like have a schedule and all this other stuff anyway so flash forward um I 
um, sorry, I was kind of just like, uh, like stressed out and concerned about all the things and felt like I did not know what was going to happen in our future. So guys, this is the part where God comes through. So I'm going to tell you just like about this little, this little bit of the journey. Um, Ethan has lost his job. I'm due with a baby in October. Uh, my job looks like for the foreseeable future, we will be working from home, especially as like case numbers rise and there's still no vaccine and schools are um, doing remote learning. There's just so many factors where so many people just wouldn't be able to come into work that I think my job has been pretty great and just like everybody telework it's the safest thing for everyone right now and a lot of companies are doing that but I'm sitting here um, going through the ups and downs of all these emotions of the fact that Ethan who is supposed to be switching to our provider um, is not going to be able to do that so like I said before that Thursday I'd been manifesting and Ethan actually ended up so let me explain that Thursday I've been manifesting and um I always say like manifesting there's other ways like positive affirmations however you want to call it I like to call it manifesting because it just sounds like fancier or something um and I was saying like Ethan is the provider of our home he's able to handle everything he has full-time job full-time benefits and all of these things and these are the things that he hasn't had in the past now um the preschool job he was making the most money he had ever made but it wasn't um, but it wasn't like we were still in a situation where, well, benefits with that place were tricky and it was going to be so expensive and we weren't really sure how to work out the next kind of phases of, okay, well, if I do want to eventually be home, what does that look like? So that Thursday night I was praying and manifesting and, um, that day felt that Friday felt really great. I got a package I've been waiting for in the mail. I saw the butterflies and the turtles in the doctor's office. And um, Ethan, I'm sitting at, um, I'm not working that day because it's just like a long day. I'm sitting at the table with Mia hanging out. I think we were eating lunch. Oh no, we were eating like dinner. And he's like, I got a phone call. I have to run. And he goes downstairs and he takes his phone call. And I'm like taking me upstairs to take a bath and um, he got a job guys and let me tell you about this job so he got a job that is for one once okay so a couple different things this is why you need a church family if you don't have one um, Ethan had been applying for jobs and he put in for one particular job I'm not gonna say where or anything because it's like the podcast and I don't, I don't know how businesses are, but he put in for a position and, um, someone from a lot, a couple people we know work there. My mom was like, wait, I know someone who works there. Let me get him to be a reference. So she, and it's a, it's a, a really nice guy that goes to our church. Um, so she asks him and Ethan goes and adds him as a reference and all of these things he interviews and, um, we're waiting to hear back. He goes on another interview for a different job that would pay way less money. I'm talking like 
I don't think like if he were to do that job, it would be a placeholder because just so that he has something coming in because they were going to offer like nothing. And so uh, we're waiting to hear back from this job that he just got offered. And um, on Friday, the day I see the butterflies, the day I see the turtles, the day my everything just feels like it's a great day. Um, hope, you know, hopefully I pass the glucose test that day. Um, he goes, I got the job. And when I tell you that I was on my knees in tears, guys, in tears, because this position is a position where um, he'll be making the most he's made in our lives together. So for the past eight years, um, he's fully benefited. We, as in me and my kids, will have full benefits if we switched over. Right now we're on my jobs because it's like good, it's good, really good insurance. But, and um, there's so much opportunity for growth and direction within this particular company. And I know this because our very best guy friend, Jordan, works there. And um, he's going to be able to play basketball on the campus where he works. They have like a basketball team and he wanted to join but wasn't didn't wasn't an employee like sometime last season which is something small and obviously they probably won't have one this year because everyone is doing this but i'm on my knees like crying because i feel like um my family is taken care of uh and it is amazing so i said that we were facing some pretty big giants and i didn't want to expose uh, my husband's job loss to you guys quite yet. I know that certain people who listen to the podcast might go to our church or it might know already about everything that happened, but it just felt like for privacy reasons, it wasn't fair to my husband, but now that we're on the other side and I also really wanted to pray about it and journey through it in private and, um, have the testimony to give you guys at the end. And now I do. And so when I tell you that if, I'm going to cry. Okay. If I, when I tell you that there's still some things to figure out, right? We still have things to tweak, things to learn, things to know. Um, I'll be on maternity leave through January with my job. And then we have decisions to make, especially if my job is still working from home, I might decide to continue until they go back to the office or something like that not sure yet, but when I tell you the biggest hurdle we were facing was before Ethan lost his job, the biggest hurdle we were facing was, well, what are we going to do about benefits? Like you need to blah, 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 blah. And, um, I love my husband so much. You guys don't know how hard it was to just kind of like watch him struggle through losing his job and watch him because as men were their providers and I could tell he was keeping some things to himself and like one night he had talked to a guy from church and had opened up to me afterwards about how he was feeling and I think I did a really good job handling it um like I never like blamed him and was like oh my gosh you're terrible or this is your fault we're in this circumstance I from the beginning said well God's got us and Um, God really did have us and it was another big test of faith for my family Um, 
and for me because I felt this is gonna sound kind of selfish I felt personally attacked because I felt like we all know that my biggest dream was to be home and with this circumstance that wasn't gonna be a possibility but I wasn't gonna think about all of that negative stuff in the moment because this is months and months out I'm talking January so I'm not really um, so I said we're gonna figure it out and there were days where I wasn't sure we were gonna figure it out and I would just be crying and stressed out and there were days where I was positive but throughout this whole journey you see that if if you had never gotten fired then we wouldn't be set up for the for the position that we want to be in when the baby's here we wouldn't be set up so that I could leave and we I could make we could make bigger decisions without worrying about it to the extreme um without being it being stupid like well if you're you can't just not have benefits to quit your job I mean there's other things you can do obviously um but I just wanted to do everything financially smart and to make sure our family is like safe and secure and so guys biggest like testimony of my life well I'm about to have a natural childbirth I'm going, you know, in a couple months I'm speaking that and I'm going to tell you guys that story later, but because obviously it hasn't happened yet, but it's just like a, such a reminder that God will provide for you and that his plan is bigger than our plan because I will tell you if Ethan had not been fired, he would have never applied for this position and never got offered it. It wasn't until the situation was forced on him and on us that it was like well let me look for something good let me look for something that's comparable or better than what I was doing um obviously I was like we'll do it something better but all of the things and it's like sometimes it feels like we're like falling um like we're falling like flat on our butts or flat on our face but we're really like falling into the right place that we're supposed to be into and it's like a free fall so it's scary because you can't see the ground you don't know when you're gonna have to land you don't know if you're gonna land safely you don't know if you're gonna hit rocks at the bottom or if you're just gonna have a nice padded landing and that's literally what it it felt like these past couple couple weeks so when I tell you not only is this job better than any other job he's had that he will be beginning September working remotely that's when he starts um, working remotely so that means that because I was worried about him having to go into the office so close to us having to have a baby um, just with the virus I am like a little protective of like our space but now that's not going to be a concern he will be at home um literally my whole family will be at home and we will be safe and when I whenever I go into labor I don't have to worry about like unless he's like at the store or something but even then I would just text him be like hey water broke or whatever the circumstance was or I would probably tell him when he gets back he's gonna be around and I don't have to think about all of the things like him getting home and that's getting me up I and mean, we still have to get me over to my mom and call the doula and do all the things but 
honestly, I am thankful, I am grateful, I am blessed, and it's our story, and I'm really amazed at what God can do in your life when you least expect it, especially when you think that perhaps, like, he's forgotten about you, or he is, um, not being there for you and also when you manifest the good things in your life it'll happen and I want to say that attitude is everything throughout this journey my attitude wasn't perfect and that's life our attitudes are not going to be perfect our um decisions and dreams and hopes and feelings and fears and all the things like affect us like when something bad happens you either complain or you cry or you like woe is me and there were times where that was my reaction but I'm going to tell you I made a concentrated effort every time that I felt low to refocus and to let me open this bible and let me refocus and I'm going to tell you that it's because of that that even though we walked through this circumstance I handled it really well and even my husband said you're handling it really well um, little did he know I probably behind closed doors was crying a bunch more than he saw but your attitude affects everything and um, when it gets down to the wire God's going to take care of you and just don't ever doubt his love for you your family or and just even just seeing that like six years ago I went to the aquarium on the exact same day I took Mia it was like wow we were, we were brought together um Ethan and I and this family was brought together in our house. I was really worried about the house. Um, I'm going to tell you, when we moved in, it felt too good to be true. Everything felt too good to be true. Um, our, our home is just like perfect for us. And with everything that happened, I could only think like, well, can we really continue on forever like this? Um, can we really afford this forever? And, um, but even like the home that we're in was planned for us and God cares about every aspect of our lives. So whatever you're walking through, I know it's really hard when you're walking through it. You're like, Oh, good for you. Glad you have a testimony. Um, no, I understand. Like when you're walking through it, you can be bitter. You can be scared. You can be angry. There are nights where I was just like, I've done everything right. What is happening? I got married. I never got pregnant until I was married. I went to college and got the degree. Like I did everything right. I read my Bible. I pray like I do. Anyway, I definitely had moments like that. But as long as you, even in those moments and over the course of challenges, ground yourself in the truth. And don't let your emotions take over everything. You're going to make it through. And it was like walking through. And honestly, I'm going to tell you, as we were walking through this this journey, I knew knew there was going to be um, goodness at the end. I never doubted it. Um, My church family prayed for us. My church family... uh, helped save us and 
I have definitely been one in the past who felt like, this is just me opening up about my faith, who felt like as long as I'm studying the Bible and as long as I'm praying, I don't really need a church. I don't. And um, that's what I thought previous, like, you know, back like a while ago before I got connected and fell in love with the church that I go to, hashtag United Church MD. Um, I felt like I didn't need a church family. And uh, last, actually in January, I went to this conference with my best mama friend. And while we were there, we were praying, Me and we like went up to the to the stage and the woman who was leading the event says you need to be in your church family and uh, I felt like she was looking right at me because around that time is that's when my heart was like I got this it doesn't matter what I do and uh, when she said that I, I kind of like refocused and was like okay you're right I do need to have a church family and it definitely changed everything so I'm kind of rambling but it's just been a amazing journey. Everything about our lives is an amazing journey. And I know 2020 and I know COVID-19 has really shook up a lot of us. Our schedules have all been thrown off for months and I think we have a new normal established now. Um, you have to kind of relearn your marriage, relearn your routine when you're like together all the time. And then on top of that, the news, there's all these tragedies and like all this, and like so much going on. But just know that in the midst of all of these troubles and all of these things, if you could just kind of block them out for a minute and just focus on you, your family, and God, you'll see the good. You will see the good. And take time to look for the good. And take time to speak positive words into your life. Instead of saying, I wish I had more money or, oh, I'm so broke. Speak out. I have more money than I'll ever need every day of your life. And it's okay to slip, but what you say really does. I really am a firm believer in like um, speaking things into existence without meaning to. And so anyway, to say all that, uh, we just had this amazing breakthrough in our lives. So God has come through for me. I'm not sure where you are. If you are walking through a health scare, if you are walking through a rough marriage, if you're walking through job loss, if you're walking through depression, if you're walking through postpartum depression, if you're walking through an identity crisis, um, I've walked through many of those paths, and as always, I will always be there for my listeners to chat one-on-one, to chat in a group setting, to pray for you and pray for each other, and um, to help connect you to whoever you need to be connected to. If you need to find an online community, a lot of churches are still online, Um, just having that connection really is important and when we were going through our struggle this one guy from church Ethan um is really really admires and I don't I guess kind of looks up to and uh, has been like 
maybe not a mentor, but has been a really good friend over different struggles we've had come up in the past. And it's been really beautiful to see like that kind of relationship. That's like true discipleship right there. And um, I want to be that friend for whoever, whoever needs it. And um, I have a lot of fun stuff coming up and I want to talk a lot more about parenting stuff because there's a lot going on. I'm talking about toddler tantrums. I'm talking about childbirth. I'm talking about getting ready for a sibling. I'm talking about protecting your family from the virus, but having fun and things like that. So there's a lot of parenting things to go over. I'm talking about when you and your um, spouse have a different opinion on raising your kids on certain things. Like how do you walk through that? I know that um, a friend who lives in another state had the option to send their kid to school or to homeschool or to have their kid learn remotely but through the school that they go to and her and her husband disagreed on what to do and so like how do you work through that so I want to talk a lot about that I want to get some guests on here I'm trying to get to a specific episode number before I start introducing some guests but it will be a lot of fun once I do um but this is just a really special episode because it's my baby girl's birthday and I really feel like my life began the day she was born it shifted my perspective on life it shifted my perspective on what I want to do with my life and what I deem right wrong good fair and everything so that's our testimony story our um, hell yeah hallelujah <laughs> and yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening this week to this bonus episode.